You didn't even realize you fell asleep until you opened your eyes and noticed the room had gotten even darker than before. Sitting up, you that it had gotten night, at least on the surface of the earth. You climbed out of bed, straightened your clothes and carefully opened the door to glance at the corridor. It was dark, but empty, and you sighed in relief, opening the door a bit further. A black shadow darted through your legs and vanished in your room. You squeaked and turned around hesitantly, just to make sure it wasn't a devil in any form who wanted to suck out your soul from behind. A silent meow and a pair of silvery eyes glistening in the dark made you relax. A cat. You decided with a bit of a tremble in your voice. I'm cold. A cat. The animal meowed again and then it came back out of the dark, nearly invisible due to its deep black fur color. It stood in front of you and looked up to you with its friendly and weirdly colored eyes. Then it started purring and rubbed its head against your legs. He had always liked pets, especially cats. With a quiet chuckle, you kneeled down. The cat hissed and quickly returned to the dark parts of your room. But after you had spent a while kneeling on the ground motionlessly, it dared to come back. Soon it was practically climbing into your lap, eager to get every single one of your strokes. The purse of the little creature calmed you down and you even started to enjoy yourself. I have a cat too, you know, you said, and your new friend blinked at you slowly as if it understood. She would love to play with you. Diamond doesn't play with other cats. You flinched at the sudden voice appear above your head. In the darkness, you didn't even notice someone had appeared behind you. The cat's purse got louder and it left your lap in a hurry, stroking around its owner's legs. When you looked up, the unknown young man looked at you with a tiny smile tucking at its forelegs. You struggled to your feet and noticed that the demon's hair color was the same as the cat's eye color. Silver. When you finally managed to stand, you quickly brushed over your blouse and took a deep breath to calm yourself down. You scared me, you admitted. The devil's eyes turned into little crescents. I can feel that, he commented. His voice was soft and nothing about him seemed devilish to you. The young man reached down and picked up his cat, resting it on his arm. I think we haven't been properly introduced yet, he mentioned, and ruffled Diamond's head. My name is Jimin, you swallowed. He was very handsome. Now that you thought of it, all of the devils you had met so far had been very attractive. But in state of fear and nervousness, you hadn't been able to react to it. Now, you were quite calm and you could admire the young man's beauty. My name is Mia. You stuttered and lowered your glance. Unable to look Jimin in the eyes, he chuckled slowly. Mia, you're this year's. I suppose. You nodded. He sighed. All of this worshipping the devils and satisfying us, don't you think it's a bit much? He winked at you. And again you were only able to nod. A husky laughter lingered in the air, and you winced when you noticed a dark figure moving in the shadows of the corridor. Jimin, the unknown male greeted. He had deep black hair with a few blue accents, and he didn't even look at you. Aren't you overdoing it now? Jimin turned towards the other and smiled. Go on, he hummed. Let me have my fun, no? He took a step back. 
It had been so obvious. But still you had been blinded by the demon's charm. Of course, Jimin didn't mean what he said to you and of course, he was only playing with your mind. The other grinned. Then his glance shifted towards you. He eyed you up and down and quirked an eyebrow. Her. He simply asked and Jimin nodded. Mia, as far as I remember, he replied and threw an amused glance. I've never been good with names. The black hair chuckled. Then he approached you. Mia, he repeated. His voice was deep and very unique. It's a pleasure to meet you. My name is Kyungi. The demon stopped in front of you and studied your face. Did Diamond like her? He asked, without looking at Jimin, and the letter snickered. He did, he said. A lot. Kyungi turned away from you and threw his friend a smile. Well, that's good then, he hummed. Cats have better noses than a lot of other beings after all. You felt anger boiling in your stomach at his arrogant statement. But you clenched your fist and kept quiet. Still, Kyungi stopped in his tracks and Jimin looked at you, seeming surprised. The black-haired male groaned quietly. Anger. Such an exquisite smell. Jimin chuckled, and his eyes darkened as he watched your every movement. Shall we have a taste? He purred, letting Diamond jump to the ground. She looks perfect. Kyungi clicked his tongue. Mm-hmm. He smiled. It seems tempting, but Namjoon surely wouldn't appreciate us snacking before everyone else, right? Jimin relaxed and sighed. No, that's for sure. Hands off then. His companion nodded. Hands off. For now. He smiled, but it wasn't a nice expression. His eyes flickered and you could practically see the hunger within them. I'm looking forward to meet you again. He purred, and goosebumps formed on his skin. Jimin noticed and bite his lip with a pure, devilish pleasure exposing two sharp canine teeth. What a good girl. He praised, and he shivered at the tone in his voice for some inexplicable reason. To escape this uncomfortable situation, you took an insecure step back and the silver-haired demon's eyes flashed up. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mm. and turned round. Anticipated, Kyungi smirked at you before he followed his friend. See you later, Mia. Only seconds after the both of them had vanished into the shadows, you slumped onto the ground and curled up into a little ball. There really was no friendly soul here. You were in hell. You spent the night on the floor. It wasn't that you were unable to move, but you just didn't find the motivation to. In the end, it didn't matter anyway. You would be dead in a few days, maybe a bit more. Nothing really mattered. In the morning, you only got up to take a shower. The palace was relatively quiet. When you went downstairs, the room you had been eating in yesterday was, wasn't occupied by any of the devils. But someone still prepared something to eat. Although you didn't feel hungry or thirsty, you still sat down and ate a few bites, even if the food tasted bland. 
After breakfast, you roamed the mansion and found a few interesting places. But you certainly weren't able to bring up any excitement or happiness. Everything seemed just like a blur. And when you finally sat down in one random dark room, you stared up to the ceiling and wished for a window. For blue sky and sunshine. Even rain or snow would have been fine. Really anything at all that would get you out of your rut. You only moved when you heard the door clicked. A dark figure was standing in the frame, and you quickly sat up. You certainly weren't in the mood to deal with any of the moody demons, but you didn't have the strength to engage in any kind of game or argument either. Because of that, you just waited quietly until the person stepped out of the shadows. When you were able to make out his face, you grew aware that this was one of the two demons you had met already. He had dark brown hair, so dark it seemed nearly black, and beautiful almond-shaped eyes. No, I haven't met it. The devil approached you silently and stopped right in front of you. Judging from his expression, he seemed to expect you to get up, but you didn't feel like it. So you sat there quietly and looked up to him. You're the chosen one, right? The demon asked. His voice was deep but smooth, and you nodded. Yes, you replied, unable to say anything else. I am. A pause formed before he speak up again. My name is Jungkook. He sounded indifferent to say the least, and he replied in the same manner. My name is Mia. You directly answered, expecting the young man to start snickering or humiliating you in some form. But nothing like that happened. Instead. He just looked at you for a while, then he turned around. Don't worry, he said before he left the room. You don't have to endure a long time anymore. You watched him leave, surprised that he didn't seem interested to torture you like the others did. On the other hand, you thought when you'd return to your original position, not engaging with someone at all was some kind of torture too. And his last words certainly didn't help to lighten up your mood. You spent the whole day in this room buzzing on and off for hours. Only when it got darker again and you felt like evening arrived, your stomach demanded something to eat, and you decided to go downstairs and get something to eat. While you walked down the corridor, you prayed to every god you knew that there wouldn't be any demons around. Even though you knew close to none of your prayers would ever leave this cave and reach heaven. When you reached the entrance hall, everything quiet, and you relaxed a bit, making your way down the room to look for dinner. When you entered the chamber you and Ozuk had been having breakfast in, you noticed a variety of warm food awaited on the table for you. The smell was delicious, and even though you were still suspicious, you sat down slowly and started eating. At first, every bite seemed like rubber in your mouth, and the taste was revolting to your tongue. But after you gulped down the first few pieces of food, it got better, and soon you were eating slowly, but steadily, until a sound made you look up. You hadn't noticed before, but on the opposite side of the door to the entrance hall, there was a second one. It had been closed so far, so you didn't really notice because the dark wood blended in perfectly with the color of the walls. But this time, it was slightly open and you could see a thin streak of light shining through the gap. You quietly put down your fork and stood up only to approach the room carefully. 
When he opened the door a bit more, he grew aware of the big figure standing in front of a counter. And when he looked around, he realized he was looking at a kitchen. A kitchen. A gasp escaped your mouth, and before you could move, the person froze and then turned around. Dark eyes met yours as you were looking at a quiet, handsome face. The young man turned towards you fully and straightened his back, posing his wide shoulders. Who are you? he asked. Despite his intimidating figure, which was also scary as Nan Jones, his voice was soft and smooth and he didn't sound dangerous at all. He swallowed, then took a hesitant step forward. I'm Mia, he replied silently. The demon looked at you for a while, then seemed to relax a little. My name is Jim, he answered. What are you doing here? He pointed over your shoulder. I was eating, he said, and suddenly the young man's eyes began to sparkle. You wait? he asked, sounding excited all of a sudden and he realized he had been the first of the seven to actually behave like a human. For now, he said carefully and nodded slowly. Yes, you answered. There was a code on the table, so... Instead of replying, the devil stepped aside and exposed a variety of food on the countertop. You frowned and opened your mouth in confusion. But demons don't eat, or do they? Jim's expression darkened at your question, and you could see how he gritted his teeth. No, he replied, forcing himself to stay calm. But they can cook. He was surprised. None of the others had acted like they wanted to be human or despised their demon life, but it was obvious that Jen was different. When he looked down on the food he prepared and yet had to prepare, his eyes turned a bit sad. Feeling bad for confronting him about it, he stepped forward and attempted to touch his arm. A completely normal human act. You had forgotten that those guys weren't human, just again. Yikes.